takes it out for Ekblad. Back to Hoffman, blocked by Polak and Rice! Another spectacular stop! Broussard tees it up and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody, and welcome to the Thursday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. So glad you could join us and be part of the Locked On Islanders family, and thank you for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Lots to discuss on today's episode. We'll take a look at Ilya Sorokin. Kind of been slumping a little bit lately. Hasn't been terrible, but hasn't been the same goalie we saw earlier this season and last season. We'll break down what's going on with Ilya Sorokin. Plus, we'll have a full preview of tonight's game as the Islanders return home to face the Boston Bruins at the UBS Arena. And on our Islanders birthday of the day, a player who was with the Islanders a decade ago, give or take, and is still active in the National Hockey League. So we'll take a look at that, that and a whole lot more coming up on this episode of the show. If you've got something Islanders related on your mind, if you have a question, a comment, a topic that you'd like us to talk about on the show, feel free to send us an email. The email address, lockedonislanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we are happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. You could also follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnIsles, and you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at IceWars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I. We'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings, and I am live tweeting during nearly every Islanders home and road game. So I'll give you instant insight and analysis, and it's always great to interact with Islanders fans and, you know, just talk about what's going on and and, and how things are going. So we need to talk a little bit about Ilya Sorokin. And look, it's tough right now. We know that. Uh, Simeon Varlamov remains in Calgary, cannot leave, still hasn't had that negative test, and therefore, you know, Corey Schneider has been called up. He's the emergency backup, but meanwhile, you know, Ilya Sorokin going to be the guy, uh, probably going to play nearly every game until Varley is able to return, and look, I am not going to come out and say to you, yeah, I think Ilya Sorokin is the reason the Islanders have been playing poorly lately. He's not, okay? Ilya Sorokin has just not played up to his level that we're accustomed to seeing him play. The early part of the season, when he played, you know, Varlamov was unavailable because he was still recovering from an injury. And what was it, nine games in a row to start the season? that Ilya Sorokin played, 
he was very good for most of those games. But now, look, in his last seven starts, Sorokin, a 3.33 goals against average and an 8.88 save percentage. And those numbers are not going to get it done on a team that that struggles to score goals like the New York Islanders struggle to score goals. You need, in the Islanders' system, you have to limit the number of quality chances and you need your goalie to come up with that handful of really big saves when your defense does break down and you need very strong goaltending over the course of the game. The Islanders haven't gotten that. And when your goals against average is 3.33 and your team is scoring on average a little more than two goals a game, that's not a recipe for victory. Now, since January 1st, so that's the last, what, six weeks, the Islanders are 8-8-0. Not terrible, again, but not good enough to make up the ground this team needs to make up in order to get back into the playoff race. We talked about how the Islanders needed to get roughly two-thirds of all the available points after the holiday break for the rest of the season to get to that magic 98-point mark and make the playoffs, give or take. Well, that 67% has now gone up to nearly 75%. The Islanders need to capture three out of every four points left on the table to get to the magic 98-point mark. And keep in mind, the way things are going, 98 points may not be enough. And they're going to need Ilya Sorokin to shine. And I think part of this for Ilya Sorokin is the grind of an 82-game season. He hasn't experienced that in the National Hockey League just yet. And, you know, last year, 56-game season and limited travel. And this year, all of a sudden, you know, he's the team has played now, what, 43 games? 44 games? You know, all of a sudden, he's getting the bulk of the work because Varlamov was hurt. Now Varlamov has COVID. Uh, and Sorokin, over the course of the entire season, has played better than Varlamov. He may be hitting a little bit of a wall and probably needs to figure out uh, sort of how to condition himself emotionally and physically to handle uh, this kind of workload. This is the proving ground here and now for Ilya Sorokin to demonstrate to Barry Trotz, Lou Lamorello, and his teammates that he can handle being the starter and get 60, you know, 55, 60, 65 starts in a season over the course of an NHL campaign. Look, it's a very different situation than what he faced last year and certainly different than what he faced in the KHL. Here's what Barry Trotz had to say at practice yesterday. I think he's fine. He's a guy uh, that just, he's learning to not have to go on the ice every day not to have to take 3,000 shots every day. I think he's learning that 
it is a little more of a grind, so you have to manage that part of it. Matt Martin uh, telling The Athletic this, Sorokin has been a rock for us all season long, even going back to last season. He was unbelievable. I think all goalies look for rhythm in their game and obviously will lean on him a little bit here. He's definitely up for the challenge. Realistically, you know, right now, it just seems like Sorokin is struggling. And the Islanders are only scoring two and a half goals in front of him this year. He's, you know, in those last eight starts, given up 3.33 goals. That's not going to get the job done. And look, you know, every player goes through this down point in the season. And right now, it just seems to me that Ilya Sorokin has hit a little bit of a wall. He's letting in some goals that in the past he wouldn't let in. Some soft goals, not always taking the best angle. He's not playing badly. But for the Islanders' system to work with a team that struggles to score the way this team struggles to score, you need really, really good goaltending on a daily basis. And right now, they're getting inconsistent goaltending from Ilya Sorokin. And with Varlamov unavailable for at least the next few days, and we don't know exactly how long, the Islanders are going to need a little more from Ilya Sorokin in the short term. And we'll see if he's able to do that for them. When we come back, we'll have a full preview of tonight's big game at the UBS Arena against the team the Islanders are chasing in the playoff race, the Boston Bruins. We'll have a full preview of that. We also have our Islanders' birthday of the day and a whole lot more still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by your friends on Bet. Your friends at Bet Online. Football might be over for this season, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. From the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land, BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds, right to the Olympic coverage and information. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Thanks again for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Make sure to check out Olympic Hockey Daily presented by Locked On NHL. It's a bonus podcast covering all the action in Beijing. You can find it on the Locked On NHL podcast feed. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. So, Islanders and Bruins tonight at the UBS Arena. Here it is, folks. The team the Islanders are trying to chase. They're 18 points back with a few games in hand. And look, the Bruins are coming off a shootout loss to the Rangers uh, on, on Wednesday. And now they continue their road trip. It is a four-game road trip tonight. 7.30 start 
at the UBS Arena against the Islanders. Here is a situation where, you know, this is a Bruins team that's had a little bit of a little bit of uh, controversy lately. You know, Brad Marchant is serving his six-game suspension. You've got Tuka Rask, who just came back and then re-retired when he figured he couldn't really get, uh, you know, himself healthy enough to really play at the level he wanted to play at. So there is sort of that uh, little transition, and, and, and Boston, on the ice, has lost three of their last four games. Now, Boston is a good defensive team. They're ninth in the league at goals against, 21st in goals scored, so they're kind of struggling to get depth scoring. Special teams, though, is where the Bruins excel. They're seventh in the league on the power play at a 25.2% conversion rate, and they're 10th in the league on the PK with an 82.5% success rate. For the season, in 47 games, Boston is 11 games over NHL 527-16-4. The goaltending duo, Linus Olmark, is the starter. Jeremy Swayman now the backup that now since Rask has re-retired. Brad Marchand leads the team in points with 49, but right now the leading goal scorer, David Pasternak with 24 Patrice Bergeron, Taylor Hall, Charlie McAvoy, Charlie Coyle, some real familiar names up and down this lineup that Islander fans know only too well. And the Bruins are a team that's not afraid to be physical, but they're also highly skilled, and it won't be so easy for the Islanders to take them down. Uh and slow down what they do so well. Here is their last line combinations from their game against the Rangers. Eric Huala is the first line center with Taylor Hall to his left, David Pasternak to his right. Charlie Coyle, a consistent two-way center, is the second line pivot. Trent Frederick and Craig Smith are his wingers. Jack uh, Studnika is the third line center with Jake DeBrusque and Nick Felino on either side of him. And Tomas Nosek centers the fourth line with Anton Bleed and Curtis Lazar on his wings. The defensive pairings, Mike Riley and McAvoy are the top pairing, followed by Matt Greslick and Brendan Carlo. Derek uh, Forbort and Connor Clifton are the third pairing. And again, the goaltenders, Swayman and Olmark. Injury-wise, Matt Grizzlick, uh day-to-day right now. So we have to see whether or not he's able to return. John Moore and Patrice Bergeron also listed at day-to-day. But again, uh, Bergeron with the, uh, you know, banged up. And then Jakob Zaboral is on the IR. And of course, Marchand, uh, sitting out his suspension. So that's the Bruins lineup. And and the Islanders' special teams are going to be important. And attention to detail is going to be important. They have got to stop that first line. Now, the fact that Marchand is suspended right now uh, and the fact that they are dealing with Patrice Bergeron being day-to-day, that top line not intact. And that is very helpful 
for the Islanders defensively, but the Islanders need to play better team defense. And, you know, Sebastian Ajo was in the lineup over Andy Green on Tuesday. Results mixed. Understand you want to give uh, a rest to Green. Makes sense. But realistically, in their own zone, the defense wasn't up to snuff for the New York Islanders, and they need to return to that solid team defense to back-check. It's not just the defensemen. The forwards need to back-check. They need to pick up their men, and they can't allow those juicy rebounds and deflections that we saw the Sabres get a little too often on Tuesday night. So this is a challenge, and here's the other thing about this game. We know the Islanders are 18 points behind the Boston Bruins in the standings right now. Uh, And we also know they've got some games in hand. And what the Islanders really need to do, uh, more than almost anything, is to start, you know, you got four games in hand. You can't make up 18 points in four games, but you can make up eight. Islanders need to win tonight's game in regulation to pick up two points on Boston, not just one, uh, if they are going to entertain any remote hopes of making the playoffs. You know, uh, again, tough to make up 18 points. Also have to pass Columbus and Detroit and Boston to get to that last spot. It's an uphill climb. I don't expect that they'll be able to do it necessarily, but this Islanders team isn't going to quit. And again, I think for the next few days, the last, the next two home games at least, they're going to keep going like they're trying to make the playoffs. And then if they if they don't do well these next two games, Boston being a big challenge, Montreal being a, a team that is struggling, then they head west for a few games. That's when I think we'll start to see uh, Lou Lamorello, if things don't really turn around, start to think about what happens next for this Islanders team as far as what to do at the trade deadline. And we'll discuss that later on in the podcast uh, week, in the coming days and weeks ahead. All right, we've got more to get to on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. We have our Islanders birthday of the day and more still to come right here on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's Islanders birthday of the day, well, we want to wish a very happy 36th birthday a day early to former Islanders wing Blake Como. Como, a second-round draft choice by the Isles back in 2004, Played his first game for the Islanders in the 2006-2007 season and stayed with the team through 2010-2011. That was his best year with the Isles. 24 goals and 46 points uh, in 2010-2011. And then early in the 2011-2012 season, he was shipped off to Calgary. Later played for Columbus, Pittsburgh, Colorado, Dallas. And this season... He has split time between the Dallas Stars and the Texas Stars, which is Dallas's AHL affiliate. He's played six games in the NHL this year and has 
one goal. So far, his career isn't over. Uh, Blake Como, 909 career NHL games, 141 goals, 334 points, 53 playoff games, 6 goals, 12 points there. And yeah, in 2020, he was in 23 playoff games for the Dallas Stars when they made their run to the cup final. We're going to look at a big moment in the career of Blake Como. We take you back to the Nassau Coliseum, March 2nd, 2010. The Chicago Blackhawks, the visiting team, Antti Niemi, the start while the Islanders go with Dwayne Rolison in goal. And this one was an interesting game. The Blackhawks get off to an early lead. Brian Campbell, his seventh from Patrick Kane at 1044. Islanders trailing 1-0, but a minute and a half after that, Blake Como, his 10th from Rob Shremp at 12-16, ties things at 1. Then, with Richard Park off for slashing, Patrick Kane, his 26th from Duncan Keith and Jonathan Taves at 13-19. Islanders trailing 2-1 after the first period, but the second period was all Isles. Blake Como, our Islanders' birthday of the day, gets his second goal of the game, 11th of the season. Rob Shremp and Mark Streit with the assist at 2.27. And a mere uh, 25 seconds later, John Sim, his ninth, from Richard Park and Dustin Cohn at 2.52. That made it a 3-2 Islanders lead. Richard Park makes it 4-2 Islanders at the 7.06 mark. Matt Molson and Doug Waite assisting on Park's seventh goal of the year. And then with 18 seconds left in the second period, our Islanders' birthday of the day, Blake Como completes his first NHL hat trick, his 12th of the year, Strite and Andrew McDonald with the assists at 1942. That made the score uh, Islanders 5 and the Blackhawks 2. Chicago got one goal in the third, a power play goal. Kyle Oposo was off for holding Dustin Bufflin, uh, his 15th from Taves and Kane at 15:43. Final score in this one, Islanders 5 and the Blackhawks 3. And in this game, I'll tell you, Islanders outshot uh, pretty badly. I mean, uh, 44 shots on goal to 23 in favor of Chicago. But Dwayne Rolison, 41 saves in this one. And for our Islanders' birthday of the day, Blake Como, three goals on four shots. He was a plus three. And all three goals coming at even strength. The first career hat trick for Blake Como. He has since had one more, but it did not come as a member of the New York Islanders. So Como is our Islanders' birthday of the day. We wish him a happy 36th birthday that will actually be on Friday and uh, Como again a solid two-way forward for the Islanders during his tenure on the island all right big game tonight kind of a a must win for the Islanders Uh, something they need to really bounce back and rebound because this team just hasn't played the kind of hockey they need to play to win a lot of games. And if it doesn't turn around very, very soon, uh, you got to start thinking about next season and what you do to maximize your chances then rather than maximizing now. You you end up being sellers 
at the trade deadline rather than buyers. But I'll explain what that means uh, again probably next week when we uh, get to that point. Want to thank everyone once again for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On Bets. It's your one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets is hosted by your boy Q with expert and insight and analysis from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. That does it for this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Have a great day, everybody. Stay safe. And of course, let's go Islanders.